0: This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor, Scott & White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line. The ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stewie, thank you very, very much. Um, I want to go back to the last hour. I ran
1: out of time with Margaret. Margaret is from Southlake. Margaret, I I didn't mean to just flat run out of time and not have a chance to visit, and when we came back to you, you'd already hung up. Please call Mike back at the station at the number you used before. Just hit redial, and he will give you a a way to uh, get word uh, in. You waited so long on hold, and you went out and did everything I asked you to, and we'll try to help, and uh, I'll leave a message at the number that he's going to give you, and we'll try to help you. So... Uh, I just felt like I left her graciously standing at the bus stop and drove by without stopping. so anyway, so I'll try to help. Um, I don't want to do all that on the air because then everybody else would take advantage of that. Folks, i, I when I mentioned the meter on my q and a for e and and not having a an open website for emailing me questions, I tried that once about twenty years ago, and there were a hundred a day. And that was before people really used email like they do now. I I am not wanting to sound like I'm whining. I'm very grateful for that support and that interest and that enthusiasm. I just, I'm one guy, and uh, I, I don't trust other people to answer on my behalf. I want the answers to be mine, and I just can't do all of that. So please, I hope you understand. Uh, and with the vertigo and double vision issues that I've had being at the computer too long, uh, now it's, uh, it, it's made it even more difficult. So anyway, I hope you understand, and, and that's why I'm so anxious to help you here on the air. Let me do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week for the SPCA of Texas. Good uh, good coordination there, huh? Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Rooster. Rooster is a very young shepherd mix. He came to the SPCA from the city of Italy as an owner's surrender. Rooster is only a year and a half old. He is still very inquisitive and very energetic. Rooster is currently weighing in at just over 50 pounds. He will surely put on a few more pounds before he's done growing. Rooster is an athletic dog. He loves to go to big yards where he can put, on, put the pedal to the metal. An owner with a big security fenced yard, securely fenced yard, would be amazing, says Rooster. At the same time, he is very affectionate. He loves to be petted. He loves it even more when that petting hand comes with a doggy treat included. People love to watch Rooster run and play, but anyone adopting him should know about dogs with jumpy behavior. Rooster is excitable, and he, that needs to be channeled through proper training. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Rooster has been neutered, microchipped, he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He will be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Rooster is a beautiful dog, and you can see him, I will give you a URL you can go to. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Again, if you want to see Rooster, go to spca.org slash findapet, and then look up Rooster, and you'll get to see what a handsome shepherd mix he is. I hope we can get him adopted, and that uh, might make a wonderful dog for you if you have the space and you want a, a beautiful shepherd mix dog that's sponsored today by ace hardware and their audubon park selections of five pound bags of premium bird food ace is the place with helpful hardware folks you know i'm seeing i was telling my wife last night I'm seeing ACE ads everywhere. They are really becoming the premier place to go for hardware and housewares and paint and plumbing supplies and just about everything. And good for them because they are staffed by people who really care about your success in your projects. And that is reflected in the fact that when you go in the front door, you are greeted. And they try to find the person who knows most about what you're coming in the store for. That was horrible grammar but they are trying to help you. Stop by your locally-owned North Texas Ace Retailer to find a great deal on Audubon Park Songbird Selection five-pound bags of premium bird food. Buy one, get one free. Assorted varieties from farm to feeder, fortified with vitamins for reproductive health, no corn, milo, or filler. These are ideal for all types of wild birds. Use these with a hopper with tube and platform feeders. Uh, The Audubon Park Songbird Selection five-pound bags of premium bird food. Buy one, get one free. Assorted varieties. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Let's say it together,
0: team. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Mm -hmm. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what health care workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Snooby, very, very much. I have two open lines right now, folks. I
1: gave the number out really quickly in that haste at the end of the hour. Let me give them now. Love to fill them up. We have one ahead of you, and that's it. And so now's your chance, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now, won't you please? Let's go to Juan in Arlington. Juan, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir.
2: Um, I I have a problem. I, I, um, I dug up some liriope from a friend's yard several years ago. And she had told me this, this stuff spreads and, uh, and certainly does. It's, it's spreading all over the place. And I decided I'm going to get rid of it. Otherwise, it'll take over my backyard. Um, and so I, I bought some Roundup in the gallon jug at a hardware store, uh, the kind that uh, comes with a wand and uh, battery operated and It puts out a little squirt of spray. And I sprayed the liriope um, a couple, three weeks ago. And, uh, you know, when I did that, I, it, it was, you know, kind of mer- mixed in with some St. Augustine. And it seems to have killed the St. Augustine, but it hasn't killed the liriope. And it doesn't hardly look like it's been phased. Okay. I, um, I don't know what I did wrong or what I should do. Um, I, I need to get rid of this stuff, even if it kills my other grasses. I'll, I'll right.
1: replant. Well, Liriope is not a grass, so it's not going to not going to uh, not going to operate the same way. Does this bloom? Do you see flowers on it? Yes, sometimes. And what color are they? Um,
2: let's see. I think they're kind of uh, bluish, purplish, bluish, bluish.
1: Make sure you don't have uh, mondo grass, monkey grass. Um, it, they're just closely related. and I just was curious. Uh, I would, uh, I would try, and I think it will work on it. A broadleaf weed killer. It's not a broadleaf plant. It is a, a monocot. But I would try a broadleaf weed killer on it and see if that doesn't give you better results. That would be something containing 2,4-D. And I'd be very careful in applying it to apply it just directly to the liriope. Those are going to be things that are labeled for controlling poison ivy and and uh, dandelions, things of that sort. Uh, you can probably buy one of those products with the same kind of an applicator as as the Roundup product that you had, and those have very specific uh, directed sprays. Or you can buy buy it in a, a trigger bottle or whatever you want to do. Uh, if you use a broadleafed weed killer in a tank sprayer that where you have to keep pumping the tank, that sprayer should never be used for anything other than broadleaf weed killer from that point on. They leave a residue that's kind of hard to wash out. There's nothing wrong with that if if you use them enough that you could justify the cost of having that tank sitting there empty um, but don't use it for an insecticide next week or something of that sort.
2: So is not a grass and um, Okay, well, it sure looks like a grass, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it. It does. Uh, it
1: has parallel veins. It is a monocot. But now remember the flowers and remember the seed. Uh, sure. Grasses don't have flowers and seeds that look like liriope. It does sure. have parallel veins. I will give you that. So there are similarities, but it's not a
2: okay. grass. Okay. Okay. And and you say I can get it in a ready-to-dispense, uh, you know, gallon jug.
1: You can buy it all kinds of ways. The 2-4-D the products have been around. I, I mentioned on my program on KLIF yesterday, uh, my dad was the, the state uh, weed control uh, specialist for Texas A&M, and when I was in, the, in middle school, in junior high it was called then, I traveled with him in the summer and uh, helped him with his research for A&M, and I, I put tank loads of that stuff on. Oh, plants okay. out in West Texas, poisonous plants for livestock, and it's it's been around that long. I'm, I'm right. a long ways away from middle school. <laughs> and, and
2: I assume Ace Hardware would have this. Your product. phone is
1: fading out. I, uh, say it Sir? again, please.
2: Uh, I assume Ace Hardware. Would I have I this can't. Product.
1: Your phone cuts it. Absolutely, in several different brands.
2: Okay, and um, it's going
1: to. It's go, it's going to be labeled for poison ivy control and clover control things like that, and on the fi, in the fine print of the ingredients, it will say two comma four hyphen, and then there will be a long word, a chemical starting with the letter D, like dandelion. Sure, sure, sure. Let them help you; they'll know two four D. Yeah. All right, and uh,
2: um, you know, there's there's a big difference between loripe that I got at a nursery you know years and years ago and it just stays put it you know puts out the little flowers and the little purple berries dark purple berries and it it doesn't move but this other stuff looks just like it but it spreads like crazy
1: yeah what you have is probably liriope spicata, s-p-i-c-a-t-a which is a very lovely plant but it is invasive it does grow And uh, I I will tell you that even my Majestic Beauty liriope, which is the one you were describing as not moving, it will move. You have to have edging around it to keep it from going anywhere. It's not just in clumps, but it doesn't spread as aggressively as as, uh, liriope spicata. There are a lot of liriopes. There are dozens of them, and some are much more assertive than others are, yeah. Appreciate your call, Juan. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. All right, we'll come back and go to Rodney in Grandview. And uh, gotcha. I was just looking at the question. I can help with that one. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and for a short time longer, I can offer it to you at $32.95. It will be a copy of the fifth printing, while I still have copies of the fifth printing. Sixth printing will be $38.95. That's a pretty uh, big change, and that's what you call supply chain, and uh, that's what you call uh, difficulty in getting things. Uh, I've also marked down the fifth printing just because I want to get them cleared out and get everything evened up and I'm paying for the sixth printing. Frankly, I might as well be honest about it. When you self-publish, you have to pay for things. Did you ever notice? (laughs) I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that because it meant that I got to choose my own editor, I got to choose my own graphic designer, and most importantly, I got to avoid a publishing house and distributors and and, and, and having the book just everywhere that I didn't want to have it because I wanted to be able to sell it to you, keep the price as low as possible, and sign every copy as it sells. That's been a hoot. That's been fun. Granted, I, I could have sold probably 20 times as many if it had gone through all those other things, but I like it this way because I get to sign them for you. I don't make as much this way. I don't care. I like it better this way because the book is exactly the way I wanted it to be. And when I, I've published four other books that have gone through publishing houses, and you have to take their editor and you have to do it their way. And I, I'm sorry, with my book, it's it's like giving birth. I've never given birth, obviously, but it's like having a child, and you want that child to be brought up by you, not by a committee somewhere. Anyway, Niels Prairie's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters, 840 of my photographs. I didn't expect to do that. But uh, Cindy uh, Smith got all of them in, and, well, she got 800 out of, 840 out of about 1,200. Oh, I had no idea. And then Carolyn Skye did a masterful job of editing my book and helping me that way. The three of us did this book together. And so it's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is the 48-page perpetual calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants you're growing. And then chapters 3 through 11 are long and detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in there waiting for you. I think it might be the only reference you'll need for gardening in Texas. It's written for every county in the state of Texas. And your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. It's only thirty-two ninety-five if you act right now while we still have copies of the Fifth Printing. They're going very, very rapidly. I will be signing tomorrow. We'll have them in the mail by Wednesday at the latest. And satisfaction completely guaranteed. or You have a full refund, no questions asked. Here are the two ways you can order. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You order it either by going to my website or by calling my office Monday through Friday. The office number, business hours, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769 The better way to order though is at neilsperry.com N-E-I-L S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com
3: Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa or join us online Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is
0: welcome.
1: That's our church. Hope you'll join us. It uh, The live stream uh, is available to you if you can't uh, come to McKinney. Uh, it's available at 1005 at sharingtheheart.org. Uh, services are at 8, 9, 1005 and 1110. And uh, I think we're going to be there in person again. That's so nice. Uh, Anyway, 315 North Church Street, downtown McKinney. First United Methodist Church, sharingtheheart.org. You might be thinking of replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters. And if that is the case, I have a real tip for you. It's a a tip about an advertiser that I've had for about 12 years now, and I'm proud to give you this suggestion, and that is sunburst shutters. They're beautiful. I've been to the showroom several times. I've been to the factory several times. I've been to their shutters daily several times. We love our sunburst shutters. We have them through our house and we love them. We paid regular price for them, I didn't ask any special favors, in fact, I specifically never ask for special favors. Uh, Sunburst shutters, just a great uh, product, a great company, really nice people. These are plantation style shutters with the extra large louvers, two and a half, those are large, three and a half, those are larger four-and-a-half-inch big louvers. Larger the louver, the fewer lines you have when you open them, so you have a nice big vista of your backyard or of the hillside or whatever you have behind your home or to the front of your home. This is sunburst shutters made of polywood, a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp. It doesn't split or peel. They're colorfast white or off-white. You can have them... Uh, painted by the Sunburst Shutters people. They have a a paint booth right there in their factory. You can also have them faux-stained by their specialists. They can make Sunburst Shutters to fit any opening in your home. They are so accommodating. Great people, great product. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. Set a time for them to come to your home and show you. 214-343-2601. They can also give you directions to their showroom. sunburstshutters.com
0: 214-343-2601. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare frontline, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you. Let's go to Rodney in Grandview now if you'd like
1: to call. It's 800 288 wbap Rodney, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I've got a a native
4: rose. It's probably 25 or 30 years old. My wife has had it growing out here for a long time. It is cream color blooms, but um, what we're seeing is it will bloom and turn brown and quickly die. And there are some buds that will turn brown and never get a chance to open up. And I don't know if I have something that I need to dust for or uh, a wet
1: fungicide spray. i um, looking for some direction. All right. And how does the plant itself look, the, the foliage? It,
4: it's green. I have some leaves here and there that may turn brown or yellow and uh, I will get those out of the way, but for the I, most part, it, it's looking healthy.
1: All right. No uh, distorted growth, no uh, extraordinary thorniness, no strange canes that are uh, extra thick and large and aggressive? No, sir. It, it looks good other than all that. I, I was I was uh, speaking of rose rosette virus. That's why I asked those questions. Yeah. Uh, probably what you have is thrips on the roses. That would be my guess. Uh, you need to take one of the roses that the flowers that has recently uh, turned uh, brown and crisp not one that's been hanging there for weeks um, and peel it open and I think you will find some very tiny insects about the size of a two-day whisker uh, moving around very freely in the in the uh, rose uh, it would help if it were a still a fairly fresh bud but um, but they'll probably be there even if it's been there for two or three days. Um, those, are, those are piercing, sucking insects that just take the life out of the buds. This is a very common problem with roses. Okay. What do I use to treat it? Is there a dust or a wet fungicide that I should be using? It's an insect. You don't want to use a fungicide. It's an insect. Oh, and well, you would I got it. You. you would use a systemic insecticide earlier than now. Um, and, and it may not be doable this year because this may be a one-time bloomer. It, it only blooms once in the spring, is that correct?
4: No, it, it, uh, it, okay. it has blooms in the spring and uh, late in the fall.
1: Okay, well, that's good. Well, you try to anticipate when it will bloom and have the, uh, have the insecticide uh, out uh, uh, in place uh, three or four weeks ahead of that so it can be in the, in the plant waiting for the thrips to uh, suck the sap of the, of the plant, of the flowers, and they'll be gone right away that you won't have a problem with them. Uh, there are lots of combination products for roses that have fungicides and insecticides mixed with them for this purpose. Uh, you won't have any problem going to a hardware store or a nursery, a Texas certified nursery professional, and asking for that help. Uh, They will be able to show you several products and and just uh, follow those label directions. I don't think you'll gain anything by treating now, though. Okay. Well, that's good to know, and I'll go for the future. All right. Good deal. Thanks for the call very much. Folks, we need some calls right now. This is your chance. Uh, We have uh, half an hour left, and I'd love to have the calls, 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. And uh, let me give you a couple of things that you need to be doing uh, that are just kind of garden tips before we hit the news at the bottom of the hour. If you have new plants that you have set out this spring, we'll say out of five or 10 gallon pots, you need to be watering those by hand with a garden hose, not with drip irrigation and not with your sprinklers. Those are both absolutely and totally inadequate you will lose those plants they don't get enough water down to the bottom of the of the pots and i've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times Neil, what happened to this plant? I was watering it faithfully with my drip irrigation, had it on for 40 minutes. Well, the problem is you were getting a drip now, drip again in 30 seconds and or whatever it is, and it just didn't wet it far enough. So water by hand with a water breaker or a water bubbler every couple of days. That is critical. We'll be back after the news. 100 years
3: serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP. Melania Trump is speaking out this morning about the baby formula shortage. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas, WBAP 24-7 News Desk.
0: Classic Chevrolet.com, WBAP first, traffic and weather on the
3: ones. Fort Worth uh, traffic still dealing with a serious wrong-way driver accident this morning on the southbound side of Highway 287 the MLK Junior Freeway, and it's entirely closed between East Vickery Boulevard and Rosedale Street. Construction has closed 635's HOV lanes both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny and hot today, tomorrow and Tuesday. Today's high temperature will hit 98, tomorrow 94, Tuesday probably around 95 degrees. Right now, though, it's 78 in Dallas, 77 in Fort Worth. Former First Lady Melania Trump has told Fox News, She's appalled by the nationwide baby formula shortage.
5: It's heartbreaking to see that they are struggling and it, the food is not available for children in 21st century in United States of America.
3: The Biden administration has announced plans to step up imports of baby formula to help ease the nationwide shortage. Search continues for a Texas prison inmate serving a life sentence for murder escape from a transport bus after stabbing the driver. There's been no sign of Gonzalo Lopez since he got away Thursday. A $22,500 reward is being offered for information leading to Lopez's capture. Lopez was convicted in 2006 of killing a man along the Texas-Mexico border. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed of the latest with the Russian war on Ukraine with News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com.
1: Thank you, Dennis, very much. Let me tell you about the sponsors of this entire hour. They are Baylor, Scott & White Health. And uh, I'm just going to tell you how much our family thinks of the Baylor, Scott & White Health program all across the great well it's not all across the great state of texas it's across about a third of the state and we are so beholden to baylor scott and white health for what they have meant to our family we also know that we need to uh uh, say thank you to them for what they have done for fellow texans uh during the last uh, 25 months or so twenty-six, seven months Uh, we need to say thank you uh Couple things you have never heard them say. I think I'm just going to give up on this thing. They didn't say that. They stuck with us through the pandemic. I thank you for never settling for good enough. They, uh, those are the words they just don't use. They, uh, they tried to keep it at the top of their game. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we have seen them showing up every day. And giving up every ounce of their energy, so we need to say thank you. We need to wear our masks when we go into their facilities. That's uh, you know these surges come up with almost no warning, and we're hearing that there is one out there. I, it's a small price to pay. It's a very logical price to pay. Doesn't hurt. Not going to disfigure you. It's a whole lot better than coming down ill, and uh, that is what we need to do, and we also need to remember when you run into a nurse or a doctor or somebody who mops the floors or parks the cars or whatever they do at Baylor Scott & White Health, please join me in saying thank you.
3: Mark Cuban here. Happy 100th anniversary, WBAP. Thanks for serving the DFW Metroplex.
1: All right, Mark, thanks for stopping by. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers roofing right now and how important they are uh, to, uh, to the DFW area. 100,000 of us believe in them enough to have them put a new roof on our homes. That's a lot of roofs, and that's in, since 1986. So that's 36 years they've been doing roofs, and they've done a lot. And they've done them very, very well, which is why we keep coming back to Wortham Brothers Roofing, composition, clay and concrete tile, slate, metal roofs, new or residential re-roofing. They do them all. They do flat roofs. If you have hail or wind damage or if you're concerned that you might have had, then call Wortham Brothers. Let them come take a look at your roof, and uh, they can identify any problems that might be there. They can, uh, uh, if if you have an insurance settlement, they can help you get the maximum value out of that settlement. They will show you the very best uh, type of roofing for what you're trying to accomplish. And uh, in our case, they showed us uh, for a little bit more, we could uh, go up to a much uh, a better grade of roofing and save on our insurance bill because it was impact-resistant for hail. And, boy, we've paid for that upgrade on our insurance savings very quickly. We also uh, paid for our uh, upgrade with continuous ridge vents very quickly by savings on our uh, uh air conditioning bills in the summer. They know how to help, and they do help. They're really good. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, serving the whole North Texas area at 972-562-5788. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. On the web, wbroofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. News Talk 820,
0: WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WBAP.com.
1: My free electronic newsletter is called eGardens. It is published each Thursday evening just a little after 6 p.m. It comes from my computer directly to your email, and uh, it is distributed by Constant Contact. So I hope that you will uh, sign up for it. You do so at my website. That's where you also can buy my newest book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, currently for a short time more on a great sale price of just $32.95. So all that it, it takes off at n e i l s p e r r y dot com. And while you're there, do go to the eGardens tab, take a look at the most recent issue of eGardens, and right there is where you sign up for it. You'll join 80,000 other Texans who get Neal Sperry's gardens each Thursday evening. I think you'll like it, and uh, you'll find that it will uh, be almost like a, an old-fashioned garden section being delivered free. Uh, you'll have to do the sign-up. We'll need your email address, but a uh, couple of things I will always promise you. It will always be free, and I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will you ever get a spam email because you have signed up for it. It's just very important that you know that. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at NealSperry and E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y
0: dot com. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil.
1: All right, Snooby, thank you. Let's go to Marley in Oak Point. Marley, this is Neil. Good morning.
5: Good morning, Neil. I'm always How- glad you're there for us. Thank you. I have your book, and I should have looked at it before I bought some Gerber daisies, because I see that you've ranked them a three, which is, uh, heads up, I could have gotten a two or a one. But I did plant two in my front planters, and I'd like them to stand up tall and look nice, and they just loop over. Mm-hmm. And I've, like, staked them and put that garden tape around them, but they're still very weepy. Are you
1: That's talking about the flowers when they're, when they're blooming?
5: Well, I bought them, you know, like I bought pretty big plants, and they were already blooming.
1: Right. Are you talking about the flowers weeping when they're blooming, or are you talking about the leaves?
5: The flowers. The leaves look fine.
1: All right. Uh, And you're sure they're not wilting or old?
5: Oh, no. I mean, I bought them fresh, and I planted them same day. I know, you know, you're warning nothing good when you leave them in a container.
1: Yeah, you're you're paying attention, but my question is: Is there any chance that the flowers are toward the end of their life expectancy? Gerbera, no. gerbera flowers uh, are are good for uh, ten or fifteen days, something like that, and at that point they begin to get limp and limber, and they just kind of hang down.
5: Well, some of them are just was just opening up.
1: Okay, all right. How much sun are they getting?
5: Oh, well, let's see. They're facing, that would be west. So, you know, they're getting sun, you know, all afternoon. They're um, right by the front of my house, you know, in front of the garage. So they are shaded in the morning. Let me go out and see what they look like right now.
1: Well, no, that's that's okay. You you remember. You've been watching them. How long have you had them where they are?
5: I have had them uh, almost two weeks.
1: And how soon after you planted them did they start uh, uh, wilting?
5: One the same day, and the other one, you know, a week later.
1: Yeah. My guess would be that that may be way too much sunlight for them. I would plant them where they have mornings, just the reverse, morning sun and afternoon shade. That's an awful okay. hot spot for them. The way it's the way it's been lately. I think you could still dig them up and and uh, relocate them. I think uh, sure. You know they're they're not that well rooted in. Just just take as much of that soil ball as you can. You should be able to get all of it.
5: Okay. Um, let's see. What was I going to ask you? What I can't remember.
1: It says here that. you had a crepe myrtle question. If time, I and I do have time.
5: <laughs> okay, well, my second question, I, w- I had another question about the Gerberdi's, but I'll just figure it out. Um, my second question was about crepe myrtle trees. Okay, so I al- I've talked to you a few times before. We're from Oregon, so everything is really different here in Texas. And we had, well, it's your advertiser. So we had Callaways, you know, do our whole backyard, and they gave us some really nice six-foot crepe myrtle trees. Mm-hmm. And now uh, this year, there's a lot of really strong little branches coming up from the gr- the um, ground, and the trees were like, oh six and a half, seven feet tall when they planted them. Do I leave those little branches on near the ground, or should those come off?
1: Okay, and so are these tree form crape myrtles? Or are they are they ignoring the bottom branches, uh, the bottom sprouts for the time being? In this question, were the plants trained as trees, or are they shrubs?
5: they're trained as trees.
1: All right. Um, how, does, how do the uh, tops of the trees look? Are they vigorous and healthy and full of good growth?
5: I wouldn't say they're vigorous. There's growth, but no, nah, I wouldn't say it's vigorous.
1: All right. Before you remove the bottom sprouts, I want you to look around town at other crepe myrtles. Uh, you will see, uh, and, and I'm giving you uh, the experience of looking at thousands of crepe myrtles in McKinney as a part of our crepe myrtle trails of mckinney that i helped uh, start in 1999. Um, the past two winters have have uh, taken a toll on some varieties of crepe myrtles what variety do you have do you remember
5: i can look it up
1: well um, it, i don't want you to take a bunch of air time but but th- there are some varieties that are just very very sensitive to extreme cold and and uh, 2021 okay hurt very badly. Some of those varieties, Tuscarora is notorious for dying back, Country Red, Sioux, uh, Natchez, Muskogee, all uh, can be hurt. Some other varieties get hurt too, but not nearly as commonly. Those commonly get hurt. And if you you look at them and they are sparse, if they have half as many leaves as you would normally expect, this is all very important part of my answer. Uh, if they have half as many leaves as you would expect them to have in that top growth, then it may be that the tops are, are in the process of dying back, and you may need those bottom shoots. They may become the new stems for your plants, may become. Hear my uh-huh. answer, because it is a very considered and very critical answer. Um, and if, if that should happen which did happen in our World Collection Park last year, we, we have several hundred plants in that park. And of a, a particular part of the park, out of about 100 plants, we cut, uh, I would guess, 25 of them completely to the ground and let the sprouts come back and, and become the new growth of those plants. And by the end of the summer, four months later, they were nine feet tall. That's how fast those new sprouts can grow. That's how quickly you can have your trees back. If you try Mm -hmm. to retrain a tree that has been uh, hit with freeze damage, it may never come back properly. You might wait five years and you wouldn't have a good-looking tree. That's why it's so critical. Now, having said that, that's part A. Part B, which is totally different is that crepe myrtles are genetically all shrubs. When they get up in the morning and look in the mirror, they see shrubs. And uh-huh. so they will always try, at least for the first few years, they will try to put out sprouts. No matter how healthy they are, they'll try to put out sprouts down around the base because they okay. think they need to be shrubs. And mm-hmm. so it's up to us to, to if, if we want a tree form crepe myrtle, and if the top is healthy, to, to kick those, those sprouts off. Just take your shoe and just pop them off so that you remove all the tissue that could sprout out. Some people will want to prune them, and when you prune them and, and leave a stub of a quarter of an inch or half inch, that gives them tissue on which they can sprout and, and grow. And that's that's why we get the re sprout, re-sprout, re-sprout down there. If you if you remove that that sprout completely, then it won't re-sprout from that area anyway. So those are my two answers. I can't tell without seeing your plant. You have to be the the, the okay. person who decides, and you will be able to decide by driving around town and looking at other plants, and you'll see what I'm talking about.
5: Okay, and Neil, you just said to kick it off. I mean, that'll kick it take it off better than clipping.
1: You just take your your shoe, and as if you were, uh, what what is another thing that we do sometimes? When I reach down to our uh, recycle uh, trash can in our kitchen. We have a, a special uh, canister that has a, a lever that sticks out into the room, and I use my shoe, and I just gently press down to open the lid. That's the same okay. same technique that I would use to take a crypt. Uh, you do that if, it, if it's just bright and fresh. Now, if you've waited till it's turned woody, it's, you can't do that anymore. You have to use pruning shears. But when it's uh, three inches long or two inches long, you can just, just take your shoe and, and press down, and it will... I mean, you're not out there kicking footballs to kick it off, you're just pressing down.
5: Okay, and I did find it's a black diamond crepe myrtle. There's okay. three of them.
1: Yeah, well, and the we black diamonds this, are from Cecil Pounders in Poplarville, Mississippi, and as far as I know, they're a little bit more winter-hardy than some of the the uh, USDA uh, National Arboretum ones, like the, the Indian names that I gave you, the Natchez and, and Tuscarora and those. Uh, and and the black diamonds, I think probably uh, would not have frozen back so much. I I can't tell without seeing it though.
5: Well, they were planted the after, after the freeze, so they didn't they didn't they weren't in our ground when it was cold. They were they were planted in March after the freeze. Oh,
1: good. Year. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're fine yeah. then. Uh, you probably can remove those then.
5: Okay. So yeah. Have All right. Day.
1: Long answer, but but complete. Yeah, thank you. Same <laughs> thank to you. you. All right, folks, need a call. We we have open lines, and this is your chance to call. 800 288 WBAP. I need one or two calls. 800 288 9227. And uh, let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. A lot of that is pictured there, a lot of it is also uh, photographed in. Um, and the website that I helped write, and that is crepemyrtletrails.org myrtletrails.org. C R A P E, crepemyrtletrails.org, and under basic care, you'll uh, you'll find it. Uh, fifth printing of my book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and uh, this is a book I self published so that uh, with the help of Carolyn Sky, my editor, and Cindy Smith, my graphic designer, we three could design this book and plan this book, and it would be a known group of people, not a uh, not a committee that uh, the a, a publishing house would say we want you to meet the people who are going to work on your book with you oh no didn't want that at all so that's why i self published and i'm really glad that i did this book has 11 chapters chapter 1 is the basics of gardening things you need to know to get you started uh, this would be uh, about the soils of Texas and the climates of Texas and the hardiness zones of Texas and why I think the 1990 map is better than the 2012 map. And sure enough, February 2021 proved that to be correct. So uh, you, need to, uh, you need to see that. Now, I've always had that in all of the uh, uh, print, printings of the book. I've always contended that so uh, there are a couple of uh, paragraphs that are different between the 5th and 6th printings uh, but they just acknowledge that that cold spell happened in February of 2021 uh, and that we need for sure sure to use the 1990 hardiness map but uh, isn't a lot of new information there uh, that's the only difference in the two books and you can save a bunch it's 32.95 instead of 38.95 anyway back to the, back to the book chapter 2 is uh, is a perpetual calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. Huge amount of information month by month, so you'll never wonder, when should I do this or that? It's all there waiting for you. Chapter three is a comprehensive chapter on trees with a lot of different lists of best fall color, best spring blooming, best small trees, and then all kinds of basic text information of how to get a tree planted and and growing and how to prune and all of that. That's chapter three. Chapter four is shrubs, and then vines and ground covers, annuals and perennials. Those are long chapters. Uh, lawns, long chapter, and, and uh, then we have fruit and vegetables, all of it in there for every county in Texas. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. To buy it, you need to either call my office during the week, we uh, business hours, or you order it online anytime. Right now would be a great time. And the office phone number, if you're going to call during the week, is 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. The better way is at my website, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.
0: 3. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the metroplex, turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at Whiz. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. James.
1: arborological services the experts your trees deserve they've been serving the metroplex with the finest in tree care for 42 years for this the 42nd year right now 1981 they have 12 international society of arboriculture certified arborists college degreed plant pathologists horticulturists and foresters all the way through their teams they have the best these are the only people who will ever touch our trees so whether you need maybe it's just routine tree management and maintenance to make sure that your trees are doing their best or whether it's somebody to look at the trees and make sure that they don't come down on the house or that they are uh, healthy and completely vigorous or if you need some kind of damage assessment and appraisal for vandalism or some kind of accident that might have happened consultation whatever it is even testifying they can do it all they are the most highly respected company that I've heard of and uh, and certainly they are the ones that I refer all of my friends to arborological services 866 866- 866-552-7267. Now, that sounds like some big national company. They're not. They are strictly DFW. 866-552-7267. Facebook Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at the Tree Experts. It's
0: Arborological.com. Arborological Services. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our health care workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. All right, Stupid. thank you so much. And let's go back to the
1: phone calls. Now we have a couple. Let's go to Tim in Van Alstine. Tim, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm well. Thanks for calling. How can I help you?
2: I've got some. I've got about ten apple trees, and the I haven't sprayed them for the spring because they, I was told to do it after the, the flower blooms, and they just within this past week dropped off, and the uh, at random around six or eight inches of the tip of some of the branches, the leaves that have turned brown, like like it's died off some, and I didn't know what you thought that could be
1: all right you're talking about the, it, the the tip of a branch will turn dark brown correct yeah that's Several. fire blight that is a bacterial uh, well, disease I, called fire blight
2: I, I thought that it's it's only on two <clears throat> Fuji's and one king david that's the pollinator
3: <clears throat> it has not affected my honey crisp
1: well but that's just, that's fire blight. To spray that yeah, and you okay. spray that with uh, with agricultural streptomycin while they are in full bloom. that uh, that that bacterium is carried by the bees uh, as they, uh, as they, as they are in there pollinating, the, uh, the streptomycin <laughs> will not hurt the bees, but it's very important that you spray at that point. Uh, we are beyond that point now, so all you can do now, which is not not as if to give up at all, uh, you prune that dead wood off by going back about four or five inches or four inches beyond it uh, with your pruning tools and remove it. And it's a good idea to disinfect your pruning tools after each cut before you move to the next branch and, and cut each time.
4: Okay. I'll sure do that. Uh, All appreciate right.
1: appreciate it, sir. Appreciate the okay. call. Thank you. Thank Let you. me go to Norman in Dallas. And, uh, Norman, this is Neil. How can I help you this morning? Well, I've I've got a a lawn
4: question for you. I've got a St. Augustine. It has never looked better. It has never looked better in years than right now. Unfortunately, I've got a new pup that I'm crate training, and I've been successful. But the uric acid in the urine is just nuking the lawn. I've got these brown spots that are beginning to develop uh, pretty extensive. Is there anything I can do to help alleviate that?
1: All you can do is dilute it with water. And uh, and or train the dog or dogs. Uh, there's, well, there's she no, you
4: know she's going out to she'll go out and you know take a no, leak on the lawn just like. No, I got to.
1: that. I understand yeah. that. I'm I'm having the same problem with Zeus the the, uh. the dog that we are are babysitting for three weeks uh, starting back in January. I, I think Zeus may be our dog <laughs> now, uh. beginning to decide, and that's fine. We like him a lot, but he's doing that on some mondo grass that I have. So I'm trying to retrain him to go somewhere else. Uh, So that's all I can recommend. I mean, it's just, it's a very salty material. I'm out of time, but that's all that I can recommend. You're welcome to search online. Folks, thanks for listening. Happy gardening.